Hi, and welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman. I'm an ADHD coach and I'm a scout. I'm always looking for ADHD friendly things to bring into the podcast to share with you in the hopes that it creates more ease in your life. This is episode 23, and I'm calling this episode Seinfelding ADHD. Let's get into it. If you are a Seinfeld fan, or even if you're not, you surely know of the show. The TV show Seinfeld is often recognized as one of the best sitcoms of all time, if not the best sitcom of all time. I loved it for many reasons, but one of the main ones and the most sustainable reasons is all of the lessons it taught me that have supported my brain wiring to navigate some really big challenges over the years with more ease. And I've been thinking about this topic and working on this topic for years. And I'm finally just going to give you a a real snapshot of some of the examples of some tools that I've used from the Seinfeld show to bring forth into my life um, with a little bit more intention. And hopefully something in here will inspire you to do the same. So I'm going to start with some Seinfeld vocabulary. And the first I'm going to start with is soup mode. Soup mode was something that the character George in the show said when his brain was getting kind of soupy. He said, I'm, I'm shifting into soup mode. And I love that because it just gave a, a term that I could relate to, to when I felt like my brain was all foggy and I couldn't see clearly what I was trying to do or, or what I was trying to accomplish. So soup mode is, is a, a great fun way. It adds some lightness when I think about the frustration sometimes that, that I can experience because I am feeling really foggy. Um, I can just lighten that up a little bit, like, oh, I'm, I'm shifting into soup mode. And, and it just helps to create some ease for me to look at my strategies to shift out of soup mode. The next term from Seinfeld that I'm going to share is serenity now. I just cannot even begin to tell you how many times I've used this. And particularly even in the last couple of weeks, I've had just a really um, challenging couple of weeks and serenity now I've said it in my head. I've said it out loud. I've said it whenever I just needed to bring a bit more space and, and a breath, um, a pause into my, my moment so I could regroup and, and just remind myself serenity now is something I can call up and bring in whenever I need it. The next vocabulary term I'm going to share is even Steven and even Steven was around a term that the character Kramer used with his description of Jerry. Everything just tended to level out and even out for Jerry. If something happened that wasn't great, something else happened to balance it out. And so Kramer said that Jerry was even Steven. I love this in terms of thinking about growth mindset. And um, just because something happens that maybe isn't what we wanted or um, what we would have chosen. It's that how do we look at it and how do we move on from there? So I use this as a way to remind myself um, in the episode, Jay, uh, Elaine, the character Elaine took $20 from Jerry and tore it up and threw it out the window. And about a minute later, he's putting on his jacket to go out and they're going to get a bite to eat. And he puts his hands in his pockets and he pulls out a $20 bill that he forgot was in his pocket. 
And it's that, you know, just never know where the, you know, that hole, if a door closes somewhere else, you know, a window opens, you never know what else is going to um, be next. So it just helps to remind me, don't focus on what didn't work out or what isn't where I want it to be. Keep moving forward and something else will open up. So now I'm going to share some Seinfeld strategies. And the first I've talked about in previous podcasts, but I'm going to highlight it again here because it's the one that I think Jerry Seinfeld as a person is most well-known for outside of the sitcom itself. And that's don't break the chain. And I have found this to be an essential piece of any habit that I'm trying to build. If it's a new habit, I absolutely need to track it or I forget I'm doing it. And Jerry shares that he used this when he was writing jokes every day. He wrote, he would put an X on his monthly calendar. And he talked about how, when you see those X's lining up in your calendar, you don't want to break the chain. It pulls you into doing it instead of you pushing yourself to try to make yourself do it. And I love the idea of that. And it really does work. A lot of research actually supports this. So don't break the chain is what I consider to be a pivotal Seinfelding ADHD strategy. The next was from Frank Costanza, who in the show was George Costanza's father. And he started his own holiday. He called Festivus. Now, it wasn't the most positive holiday. The reason for the holiday was actually um, that at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and you tell them all the ways they disappointed you over the past year. But what I loved about the idea of creating this unique holiday that worked for him was it gave me permission to think about what holiday would I create instead of the standard ones that can be really commercialized, but sometimes really drain my energy. And I, I push again because it feels like an expectation that I have to either um, buy a card or um, candy or, you know, something to acknowledge this, this holiday that somebody else decided is important. What's important to me. And so my, my example here is um, when my kids were younger, we were living in Texas for a few years and the Texas heat was, was just, it was midsummer and it was, I, I think it was the end of August and they had just come back to school and it had been like a string of days, well over a hundred degrees. And it was just like, you we were baking all the time and a storm, a storm front was coming through and we were driving home from carpool and the, the little uh, temperature gauge in my car that told me the outside temperature went from like 103 when the storm clouds came in down to like 93 and then 91 and 89. And I, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's in the eighties. It hadn't been in the eighties and what felt like at least a month. And I told the kids, if it broke 80, we were going to have a party. And so by the time we got home, it actually did, it got down to 78. So we had a 78 degree party and we made hot cocoa and treated it like it was like cold outside because comparatively it was, and it just felt so sparkly and fun to do something that we decided to acknowledge and celebrate because it was such a wonderful, um, unexpected treat to not have to be experiencing 100 degrees anymore. So we made it a holiday, just a one-time holiday, but still it was fun. The next strategy I'm going to share is something that I've also used a number of times. And so it was an episode where George, very loud and proud, stands up and he says, I proclaim this the summer of George. I have used this more times. I have proclaimed it the summer of Patty. I've proclaimed things the year of the Palm, the personal owner's manual. I This year is my year. I proclaimed it the year of outsourcing. I'm looking at what can I outsource 
where can I outsource as much as I can outsource the things that drain my energy or just aren't my expertise? I want to outsource them. So proclaiming something just creates that, that alignment of, yeah, I'm proclaiming this, the, the year of, you know, connecting with family or whatever, whatever resonates for you, whatever aligns with your values. I love the idea of just being loud and proud and declaring your vision and, and, you know, I'm always going to say, how are you going to remember that? And so I would, you know, print out the, a picture of me and, and, and write in there, like what I'm proclaiming and put it where I can see it. So I remember, cause I do have my outsource, my, my, you know, 2020 year, the year of outsourcing. So proclaiming it is a Seinfelding ADHD friendly tool. The next is something that um, I just found so brilliant. Again, Seinfeld is not about ADHD, but there's so many ADHD gems in there that we can borrow from and use to support our brain wiring. And this one came from an episode where George was at a conference um, in a conference room meeting with a bunch of other people. And he had this tendency where he would um, almost like, like miss an opportunity to end on a win. So in the episode he literally it's the very beginning of meeting and he says something funny and all of them laugh and he's like all right that's it for me and he leaves and I call this ending on a win and I can't even tell you how many times over the years and this was before I knew about my brain wiring I would feel like I if I had just left you know when when I first thought it was getting late I wouldn't have overshared I wouldn't have said something that I regretted later um if I had just you know, left when I still felt like, you know, we had a good connection, but my brain just didn't want to transition. I use this. I use this as that invitation to myself of, oh, this could be the, that's it for me. I'm out. And sometimes I, I maybe wanted to stay longer or it would have been nice if I could have, but I had so many experiences where that overstaying led to oversharing or, um, you know, I, I would stay up too late and then I pay for it the next day in some other way. So I just have intentionally practiced this looking for my how to end with a win for that. All right, that's it for me. And the last that I want to share, and this is actually one that I have very specific areas I use it in. Um, it's called do the opposite. And in this episode, George has this realization that everything he does is exactly the opposite of what he would like to have happen. And so Jerry says, if, if every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. And so he goes on to do the opposite of everything he would have done. He orders the opposite food and he approaches someone um, and speaks to them when ordinarily he would you know, just decide that's not worth it. They're not going to want to talk to me. He does the opposite and it works out really well for him. And so my example here is directions. I have no sense of direction. It's abysmal. It's caused so much frustration over the years. And I'm very grateful for GPS, but you take my GPS away and I'm still bumping around, getting lost all the time. So if I am left to my own devices, if I get to a stop sign or an intersection somewhere where I have to make a decision to turn and my intuition tells me to turn left, I know I need to turn right. I am almost 100% right now by going against my intuition. Cause I know when it comes to directions, my intuition is wrong. I have no sense of where I am. And so I do the opposite. I've had clients tell me they do this when they, when they need to get started, they'll, they'll do the opposite to get started. They'll, you know, break things down and do the opposite of what they think is the right thing 
And the opposite is often the way to get started. So do the opposite. Another Seinfelding ADHD friendly strategy. And I'm just going to end with a quote. This is, again, not from the show, just from Jerry Seinfeld himself. So it is a Seinfelding ADHD quote that I found inspiring. He says, the best things in my life have been the bad things that taught me stuff. And I wanted to end with that for this podcast episode, because I've really taken a lot of the Seinfelding strategies and brought them in to support my brain over the years with a lot more ease because they're light and they're fun and they're accessible. And my hope is that by sharing them with you, I've inspired you to think about what would work better in your life. So if you'd like to run an ADHD-friendly experiment around Seinfelding ADHD yourself, maybe just notice if there was an example I shared that was sparkly. Pick the most interesting or sparkly idea, capture your plan, write it down, track it, record what works and what doesn't, preferably in your personal owner's manual so you remember it's in there and you go back and you use it. And as always, if you like this episode, please subscribe to my podcast and recommend it to a friend. I really do appreciate it. And until next time, tally ho. Tally ho.